0: let's get cozy
1: let's get cozy
0: welcome back to a new episode of
1: that gym couple podcast
0: hosted by callum
1: and lucy smashed it again how you doing i'm good well busy busy busy
0: yeah january busy time
1: yeah i'm gonna just try and make sure i'm talking into the mic because after nine episodes i apparently still don't know how to it's talk like into you'll be mic. fine
0: at the start and then by the end you just
1: because i get so engrossed i forget that i'm doing a podcast i get yeah. so engrossed
0: to... yeah your head <laughs> yeah your, your head, head. <laughs> by the by like about halfway through your head turns so like now you're facing towards me i know
1: it's because i want to be comfortable you know which is fine is that all but right, then like that? but then
0: the mic needs to be in front of your face is that okay like that Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah, I'm good, thanks. But you know, first week back, well, no, it's not. Second week back at work, but it's January. And as you know, it's it's a busy time of year. Good busy, I wouldn't have it any other way, but busy nevertheless Yeah. working till like 9pm most nights. But we love it. We love to see it. I love seeing people wanting to get started on their goals. And I love more than anything that people are coming to me because I put forward a very healthy, sustainable approach to fat loss and we know for a fact that oh. this time of year there's a lot of unsustainable yeah. methods to fat Look
0: loss. You. Look you Diving me. straight
1: in this little, week.
0: A little like self promotion straight off the bat.
1: Well yeah, who else Absolutely, is gonna do yeah. it?
0: big yourself up. Yeah. Why not?
1: Well, no, it's 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 just the truth. Like yeah. my methods are, are well, sustainable that's what, yeah, that's, what
0: you, that's what you go for, isn't it? That's how you Market yourself, and that's how you act. You you act.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sweet. You
0: know, that's how you promote health and fitness. Yeah,
1: actually. exactly. And I think, you know, yeah. as I've just dived straight in, but that is kind of what we're going to be discussing this week on the episode is all about fad diets. So, kind of like the opposite of Look, what my coaching we're is. We're just going straight in, are we? Oh, sorry, how are you? Thank you. <laughs> how could I? I know. Sorry, how are I'm you? I'm well. And um, well,
0: again, it's been busy, busy start of the year. We've had a lot. We've had a busy kind of week and a half, I guess.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's just, and you always think, and, and maybe by next week, I'll think that January is going really slow, but you know, the weekends start to fill up. My days are really busy at the moment and it's just flying by, but to be is, honest, it's next, good.
0: By next week, it will be, you know, it's midway through January. So the the, the third week of January is going to be a slower one. Yeah, that's typically yeah. what happens. If it, it drags out in that third week, because you're like, oh, god, this is a slog now. Like I've done two weeks and of this. It's
1: very, very cold at the moment. Oh, no, your
0: flat was horrendously cold yeah. this
1: morning. And for the past like four days, my heating's been broken. And or... she didn't even
0: realise what you didn't. You knew yesterday <laughs> it was cold.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I've been absolutely like, I can't feel my fingers, but I've been pacing, like you know, just getting through it. Yeah. Thinking that it will just magically come back on. But it turns out it wasn't actually broken. I just accidentally flicked the switch in the boiler cupboard. So yeah, it wasn't working, but it's all fixed now and it's all toasty and nice. But yesterday I was typing like, because I literally couldn't feel my fingers. It was awful. Like doing check-ins, like wrapped up in a blanket with a hot water bottle.
0: Yeah, that's that's not okay. No. Especially if you work from home, like you can't
1: no exactly you got to
0: the gym in the afternoon you were like I couldn't feel it was my toes so cold. yeah and I was like, it's because you've been sat there doing nothing all, all day I like well, I'd say nothing but you haven't moved yeah like you've just been in one spot sitting there just doing all your check-ins yeah how right you, by a how cold window that? yeah
1: I know that's why I look forward to the gym every day because it's my one time to actually warm up yeah that <laughs> and actually just do something and speak yeah to, speak to people in Face to face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'm like so isolated. Like that's why I really struggle on my rest days because I could be at home all day, and I'm like, okay, I need to interact with a human being now.
0: Yeah, you're quite good at getting yourself up and out if you feel like you need yeah. to uh, sort of get out and be amongst. It's definitely harder to public. do
1: when you're not. It's a rest day because yeah. you're like, well, I don't. I'm not going to the gym today, so you just got to go for a walk. But then yeah, it's freezing. Course. But yeah.
0: Good. 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 Right, well, yeah, well, let's jump straight in. So we're going to start off by talking about some fitness myths, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. Or gym myths.
0: Do you want to go first and then I'll do Sure. Yeah, so I
1: think if anyone watched last week or listened to last week, I would help if I had my phone. It's actually over there.
0: Let me grab that for you. You explain.
1: Yeah, so last week on the poddy, um, we said that we were going to bust some myths. I feel like that needs a jingle. I think it's plugged into my laptop, isn't it? Um, Yeah, we're going to... Bust some myths because, you know, January, there is a lot ever, of.
0: Sorry, did you ever watch that program, Mythbusters?
1: No, I don't think so, but it oh, sounds it's like so a show. So good. Um,
0: just bust myths.
1: Yeah, it does what it says in the tin then. Yeah. Um, yeah, we know that kind of this time of year in particular, a lot of people are maybe signing on with coaches, maybe joining apps or starting a new diet or whatever it is. We know typically this is, the type, this is the time of year that most people are going to be doing that and there's a lot of misconceptions still out there and there's a lot of myths that... There's a lot of bullshit. Yeah, basically. So we are going to bust that wide open right now. Okay, I'll go first. Myth number one. You have to cut carbs to lose fat.
0: Yeah. What? no sorry just when you said that was me going it like made a, buzzer it, it made a funny like mark on the audio thing
1: anyway yeah so you have to cut carbs to lose fat
0: i mean the 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 myth there is generally you have to cut anything to lose fat other than calories
1: yeah you don't have to cut any specific foods out of your diet to lose body fat and you know i still to this day speak to women who say I don't eat carbs because I know they'll make me fat, or, you know, carbs are the enemy. And it's really sad, actually, because I couldn't survive without carbs. Pasta is my favorite thing ever.
0: Yeah, I think if, if you think about carbs in general, like, yeah, of course, there's simple carbs, which are your sugars that are quick releasing energy. And then you've got your complex carbs, which are, all right, putting right. faces, which are things like, Rice, oats, um whole wholemeal bread and pasta and stuff like that. So they're what you should build your carbs around.
1: It's yeah, and, it's
0: and that's energy. It's just energy.
1: It's, so I'm not gonna go into the scientific detail of it, but no, go on. carbs it. Go on. essentially get turned into a molecule which is called ATP, which is literally the molecule energy it is what gives us energy so carbohydrates are our main source of energy if you cut carbs completely out of your diet you're going to struggle some people do it and get used to it
0: and i think that's that's something you should like we should probably touch on like i've got clients who handle a higher fat diet for instance so their fats might be higher but their carbs will be lower because typically protein will stay the same um so they deal with be- like uh, they they deal better on a high fat diet. It's not to say they've got no carbs in their diet at no. all, because that would be so. But also,
1: there's carbs in other foods. We're not. Yeah, it- you have to also remember that it's not just okay. The the carb um, proportion, I guess, is the word would be smaller in foods like vegetables, right? But yeah. the carbs people think of when they say carbs is like obviously rice, pasta, potatoes, pa- like things like that. And people, some people still to this day are just cutting them right, right out of their diet. And you don't have to do that. And also let's remember that that's not very sustainable because at some point in your life, you're probably going to want a pasta dish or some rice. That's okay. In order to lose fat, you just need to be in a calorie deficit. Yep. You can still have carbohydrates just in moderation like yep. everything else. Yep. So yeah, hope that helps if that's a, um, something that you were worrying about. Fantastic. Your myth?
0: My first myth is energy drinks are bad for you.
1: Oh, such a good one.
0: So there are some caveats to this. Um, diet and non-sugar ones are better from a dieting perspective. Um, and obviously anything with a high sugar content, higher calorie, from a dieting perspective is not going to be good for you. Um High caffeine content can be harmful for those who are pregnant or obviously have a predisposed sensitivity to caffeine. Like I know you don't deal with caffeine too well.
1: No, I'm quite cautious of how much I have in the day.
0: I wonder if that's because you don't have a lot of caffeine in the day. Yeah, we're so not maybe used to it. A little it. bit more, yeah. But then
1: also, I'm quite—I get quite anxious as a person, and I, um, yeah. caffeine can make anxiety worse. Of course, so. yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, when people build up a tolerance to caffeine. That's why mm. they're like, "Oh, I need like 12 coffees in a day just to wake me up in the morning." Mm. And like, just have a day where you don't have 12 coffees and see how you maybe feel after water. a few weeks, and then and then have one coffee mm. and you'll feel that. But it's not inherently bad, at, you know. There's this, there's a whole attack going on at the moment on um, diet drinks, mm. diet sodas, diet energy drinks, whatever they are. So inherently, like they are not bad on their own. The issue is when it comes to the sweeteners and the um, the content they use, which can in vast quantities. being not very good for you. That's the key thing, isn't it? And that's it. Vast vast quantities. quantities. If you are having a, let's say, Monster Energy drink, ultra, you know, everyone loves them before, like, in and around training. Everyone in the gym loves them. Like, they're they're constantly, like, we sell them, like, they're everywhere. They, around training, so before training and stuff like that, perfectly fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Even, now, hear me out, even, a sugary one is fine. (sighs) price training because it is simple carbs which is used for quick releasing energy which is going to give you energy for your training session but if you are on a calorie deficit diet probably don't bother with the sugar ones because and also like waste of everything we say here it's
1: like don't we don't want you like anything having loads of it is not going to be good for you like anything in life too much is not going to be good for you it needs to be in moderation but yeah, the whole panic around certain drinks. Realistically, it's if you have it in vast quantities that it's...
0: Yeah, and, and like, I know salon. people who do have... The Light Salon. Yeah, they're still good. They're all watching. Cool. Um, I know people who do have three, four, five energy drinks a day, and they're just, just smashing them in all the time. Probably not good for you in the in a vast quantity. Like, it's it's probably not great but the only thing that's kind of bad in that sense is there's a lot of caffeine going in Mm. um you know the jury's still out on the artificial flavors and sweeteners but yeah it can't be that great because (laughs) they're artificial flavors and sweeteners well
1: yeah and I think at that point you probably need to also have a wider look at your diet and think if you're needing that much to keep you going throughout the day what are you eating yeah how much water are you drinking yeah of
0: course yeah and this is why I'm saying like it it probably depends on when you're having them as well um if you're just feeling a little bit sluggish then there are other ways you can yeah don't rely on them don't rely on them yeah I, I've I've definitely been addicted to them before. Like mm-hmm. there's been times where I've I've actually craved them. I guess maybe addiction's probably the wrong word there, but I've gone to them before I've gone for anything else. Yeah, because potentially because it's convenient. I like the flavour. It's quick. It's quick, and you do you notice when you when you drink one, you notice that yeah peak in energy.
1: I had the best leg tr- leg session the other day. Hit so many pbs i was like what is happening i was like yes the bulk is working i was like mm. had a monster for the first time in God, months a monster, not good that's
0: so funny because like a monster would barely touch yeah it's because like.
1: your, your tolerance is but
0: like I, I drink i drink coffees i take pre-workout yeah for one. so like a pre-workout that i'll take now is if that there you go that's that's a good thing if you want to try and cut out that that diet energy drink or the energy drink in your in your diet in general and your training, maybe think about pre-workouts. There's loads of different types out there. There's yeah. loads that have different effects. I mean, yours is quite tame cont- compared to some of them. Because mm-hmm.
1: um, I don't like that much caffeine and no, exactly. it doesn't give me like shakes. Yeah. It doesn't...
0: And like mine, mine's a little bit more intense, but it's not, I don't You're get a like a boy. massive crash from it. Mm. Things like that. Cool. What's your number two?
1: Cool. Number two. Um, Myth, yeah. Sorry, I just skipped to number three. No, myth number two: lifting weights makes you bulky.
0: Ha. If I heard, had a pound for every time <laughs> I heard someone say, it. Same. most to be fair, mostly women, because most guys don't care about looking bulky. That's they want to look the, bulky. The, the goal. The goal. Yeah. The amount of times I've heard women, um, especially when I was like a sales manager in the gym, and I used to have to tour people around a lot more, and you're showing women the gym floor, and they're like, "Oh no, I, uh, you know, oh, I don't, don't want to, I don't want to get bulky. I don't want to get like really, you know, muscly. I don't think that's very attractive." God, if I had like the ability for you to train within two weeks and you, you'd get a load of muscle, how massive do you think I'd be? <laughs>
1: like right. I'd be
0: ginormous. That, yeah. you know, I've been training at the gym for years. You'd be absolutely ginormous.
1: Same. And I think maybe everyone's definition of bulky is different. Of um, course,
0: it's like it's like when people say, "I just want to tone up." Like technically, it yeah. doesn't really mean anything. No, because everyone's very different. What you mean is you want to be a bit leaner, but bit you want a defined. bit more defined. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you do need a bit of muscle for that. And it's um, the same.
0: It's the same with being bulky. Yeah, they picture it as, you know basically having muscle on show
1: yeah without maybe without tensing or
0: which you have to have a a lot lot of muscle yeah and be lean yeah so that's very difficult to achieve in the first place for your average person and to to maintain all year round Mm -hmm. it's very difficult obviously people have different genetic predispositions anyway there's so so
1: many things but unfortunately i think that that myth in particular is why a lot of women shy away from lifting weights and go straight for the cardio and i completely understand it but lifting weights is one of the best tools for fat loss we've as time goes on we've proven that that it's not just cardio yeah lifting weights is great for fat loss too you're not going to get bulky i mean you might build a bit of muscle but that looks good
0: yeah i think absolutely and you'll feel better.
1: But as Callum said, it takes a long, long time to build muscle, let me tell you. And you have to eat a lot of food to build muscle. You yeah. simply can't build muscle without eating enough food to help actually grow the muscle tissue. So, yeah, don't don't worry about that. Your myth number two.
0: So, my n- myth number two is, um, I guess kind of in the same sort of area... Body fat spot reduction isn't possible and high rep workouts do not increase fat burning.
1: Sorry, say that again. That's really weird because I thought you would say, you're, you've gone for a slightly different spin on yours. Mine are sort of like, like if I was, I thought there you were going to say you can spot reduce fat because you know when people are always like, oh, I really want to lose weight on my inner thighs. Yeah, you can't
0: spot reduce fat. No, so you've gone for a different and spin on that. On a, on a caveat, on top of that, this is like an addition high rep workouts do not increase fat burning so yeah kind of like i you get it all the time where people are like oh i've got like i've got a bit of fat on my stomach so mm. i'm just just do loads of ab workouts yeah. it's not how it works yeah. it might feel like that's what's happening cuz your muscles are contracting they feel like they're really burning and you're like oh my god like i'm doing I'm a, something I'm doing something here mm. J- what you're doing is just working the muscles yeah. the fat which is underneath the fat all over so Obviously, you need to be in a caloric energy deficit for fat loss. We know that. That's science. Like That is just science. And you can't target body parts by doing a load of reps on that area. Yeah. Um,
1: Not to say that you shouldn't train that. No, no, of like, course. Abs like, are a muscle like any yeah. other body part. You should still train them. Yeah. But if you want to see abs, which a lot of women say to me, like, I want to be able to see my abs, you have to be pretty lean for that because... They're covered Especially by body fat. Like this. Yeah.
0: Women typically, and this kind of comes on to my second point. Each individual has a different genetic makeup of where their body fat storage is, and typically for men, it's oh, God, just attached my mic. <laughs> typically for men, it's around the midsection. That's where the you know the spare tire analogy comes from. Because That's where men typically carry their fat. It's around the stomach, uh, on the back, mm. places like that for women it's typically more on the limbs so you might find it on the, on the legs the glutes the arms um
1: perfect <laughs> lucky us
0: yeah all the places that are on show yeah <laughs> basically whereas, whereas guys can kind of hide it nicely with a t-shirt mm. um but yeah that's that's typically where it is obviously that does change per person that like some people will find some some guys watching this might be like i always get like really fat like arms mm. if, you know if i'm if i'm putting bulk in or putting weight on or something women might find it's more around the stomach area it just completely depends on your genetic makeup yeah so by me saying like oh if i get i like i i get uh water and fat on my legs quite a bit Like i've got big legs but I, that's typically where most of it lies not most of it but some of it but if i just trained legs loads and just did loads of high rep sets it's not doing anything other than fatiguing my muscles which is making my muscles grow which if anything is probably going to make my legs look bigger Mm. and more watery Mm. which therefore makes them look fatter
1: yeah good one Mm, it kind of i guess that kind of ties in as well a lot of women worrying about you know having lower body fat and obviously like that, that bump and you know obviously there's a difference between having body fat on your stomach which as we were just saying you can't just train your abs and expect that to go away that mainly is going to be nutrition based as well yeah um but also like that is literally where our reproductive organs are yeah, you've, got essential you've got like a womb there. like, like there's,
0: there's there's a big space in there which yeah is- Again, which everyone's
1: is going to look slightly different, but us women like aspiring to have the flattest stomach and a six—maybe not a six-pack—we've not all got the same goals. Be careful because that will be making a noise.
0: No, I know. I sorry. It's just like I feel like I'm kind of leaning over a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, that aspiration to have a completely flat stomach is really, 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 to be honest, unrealistic. Not for everyone, but for a lot of us, it is. It's
0: for a lot of men as well. Yeah. Um it's a lot put it this way it's a lot easier for men to lose fat especially around that midsection it's which is men, another thing
1: they get to have easier men
0: are supposed to be in a lower body fat percentage than women Yep. Yeah. women are supposed to have high body fat
1: yeah they are exactly yeah absolutely. which is weird because
0: you're always cold
1: yeah i know also, again, that comes back to, and we'll move on to the next point in a second, but it comes back again to where, where a, a genetics, where you hold your fat. Some people, that, some people that you see on social media, for example, that have the f- like firmest stomach and it's really tight and they've got abs or whatever, chances are they just don't hold fat in that area. Maybe yeah. they hold it somewhere else that we just can't see.
0: Or if it's like one person's pictures you're seeing, it's probably that they lost a load of weight good light got really really lean mm. did a photo shoot got loads of content and they're posting it again and again and again and again mm. because that's you know that's another little i guess myth into the industry people yeah. do that absolutely. you know they get why wouldn't you if you get good pictures and you like the way you look you're all, you know good lighting got your abs on show you've put in a lot of hard work to get there mm. people will reuse these pictures over and over again
1: absolutely yeah so just don't be uh don't beat yourself up if you see that just yeah (laughs) sorry next one is it my go your go go. okay so I've sort of feeling like actually mine are kind of similar this one's kind of similar to my first one so I apologize but the second one or third one sorry is you can't drink alcohol on a diet or in a cut let's say
0: that's yeah I guess it's kind
1: of similar to my first one in the sense of like cutting things out yeah and i think by now most people that have been listening to this podcast know that me and callum our standpoint on cutting foods out is just you don't have to no um and the answer i guess is actually pretty simple to that one again you don't have to and this is what i say to my clients you don't have to cut anything out we want it to be a sustainable lifestyle transformation for you Typically there's calories in alcohol yeah like there's calories in everything that you it's, eat yeah and drink.
0: exactly it's it you're you're just drinking calories, and it's a lot of alcohol is high calorie, mm-hmm. like dense,
1: like wine and beer, cocktails, cocktails especially really high, high calories. sugar
0: content and cocktails, and because yep. you mix in lots of things, like there's a lot of stuff going into it.
1: So if you and if you do want to drink alcohol on the odd occasion, and as we've said before on the podcast, if you're cutting and you're trying to lose body fat and you're serious about it, and it's important to you that you get to your goals, certain sacrifices have to be made along the way, no matter what that sacrifice is, and one of them might be cutting back on your alcohol. If you're someone that goes out every weekend, you're not gonna really get results as quick as you probably. No, and there are there are smart
0: like. ways you can go about it. If you do have a very busy social life Absolutely. and you don't want to lose that aspect of your social life and that's what all your friends do. Make smart choices. It's yep. a case of um drinking white spirits with a
1: lower calorie lower mixer. Lower calorie
0: mixer. It's gonna help. It's not gonna make a drastic difference but it's going to help
1: like my go-to is gin soda lime yeah i don't really drink but if i do go out i'll probably have something like a gin soda lime also doesn't make me feel as bad because if you think about all the sugars in cocktails that's partly the hangover
0: jager bombs and stuff like that when you think Uh, about (laughs) it's so bad it's just you're on a night out, here's a hell of a lot of sugar. Because you Bull. know they're not use that you know they're not using like a diet Red Bull either. No. So it's like a full fat Red Bull. So here's all the sugar, all the caffeine and alcohol. What a mix.
1: Fun fact when I got my GCSE results, no, that makes me sound so young. Sorry. My parents were good parents, I promise. But we go to Portugal every year and the bath like the nightlife used to be it's not as good now, maybe I've just got older, but it was so good. There was a massive group of kids. We'd all go out together, all the family, friends. And on GCSE results night, we all went out and there was a few of us that all got our results. So we did the bomb squad, which is, I think it was like 10 Jaeger bombs as quick as you can. And then you get a t-shirt at the end that says bomb squad. Nice. And yeah, smashed it. Obviously, threw up a lot. Still got the t shirt. I definitely do. It's under my bed. I'm not getting rid of that. It's not
0: that one that's framed on your wall in there. (laughs) No.
1: But I did Bomb Squad and the Nine Deadly Sins. The Nine Deadly Sins was nine different shots as quick as you can. We used to do all the challenges just to get the t shirts. Don't try that at home, kids. Got the t shirt. Yeah. I was quite cool back in the day.
0: One quick one on alcohol consumption as well. Um, Alcohol, and I can't remember where I read this, um, but. There are studies about alcohol consumption and um, muscle gain, and the fact that th- theoretically it takes you out of hypertrophy mm. drinking alcohol. So, if you are someone who wants to build muscle, just know that there's a good chance that drinking alcohol is killing your gains. That's very I'll have to see if I can try and find the the Should study read on up that on that. One, but yeah. yeah.
1: And obviously, another thing just to bear in mind with alcohol is you could go out with the best intentions. Yeah. You know, gin, soda, limes, and then someone asks if you want a shot, or shoves a shot down your throat. Or even
0: worse, you have a great night. You you know you're a little bit tipsy, and you're feeling kind of like you just left the club. It's two a.m. I know, and you know you're you're on your way home, and then your mate goes, "Oh, I'm just gonna get a kebab, or do you want to get a
1: pizza, or do you want some chips?" Yeah, Yeah. and before you know it. You, so it's that it's, it's the
0: halfway through an extra large domino or <laughs> a kfc and, yeah. yeah
1: so there's that and then also you have to consider the next day as well you're probably not going to have slept as well because you never sleep as well on alcohol
0: dehydration dehydration it, like you're going to sh- yeah. be
1: craving sugary fatty foods yeah, yeah. lack of sleep disrupts your hunger hormones meaning that you're going to feel probably hungrier the next day so yeah. you're going to want to eat more yeah, so that's just what you have to bear in mind with alcohol consumption on a diet, but definitely don't have to cut it out.
0: No. Um but just be more aware of maybe what
1: choices and the consequences afterwards.
0: So, my last one is probably I don't know how many people relate to this. I don't know, like I don't know if many people know what, what it is who are listening, but I guess we'll find out. Um allegedly there's no such thing as the anabolic window post-training so means, for those, is that is
1: that the myth yeah okay
0: so the anabolic window is a 30 minute period after training where you're supposed to get in carbs and proteins mostly proteins and that's supposed to help your muscles grow that's mm-hmm. your anabolic window um research shows that eating protein and carbs immediately after exercise isn't crucial for maximal gains you Mm. just have to make sure you are eating enough carbs and proteins throughout the day (gasps) eat your i haven't had
1: my creatine today
0: oh terrible damn it you have to have it later
1: again that is another myth though you don't have to have that straight after training no that's That's what what i mean so
0: eat your post-workout meal when it makes sense to you yeah that could be before you train Mm. It just depends on, you know, it doesn't make sense really, an insane post-workout meal, but you just have to make sure you're getting enough food. What I would argue is don't train feeling hungry because you won't have a good session and don't train feeling super full because mm. you won't have a good session. You want to train to a point where you are... You don't, you don't. You don't. Yeah, sorry. You want to train at a point, sorry is what I was trying to say. Right. Train at a point where you are... Fueled. Fueled and you don't feel hungry. Yeah. But you're not bloated. Um, so have a play around to when mm. suits you most, but and you don't, you don't well. have to eat a high-protein um, carby meal within 30 minutes after training. Yeah, that's and I know a good if, one. For my fat For my case, like if I've just trained legs and I had a horrible session, the last thing I want to do is smash in a meal like Mm. thirty minutes after within thirty minutes after training. I feel sick anyway.
1: Yeah. Like I just said, it's the same with like creatine. Some of the research suggests that having it post workout is best, but actually if you do look at all of the research and obviously I haven't looked at all of the research. As long you can actually take it at any point in the day, it does the same thing. Yeah. Um, and like that's the same with Spreading your meals across the, mi- the day, I guess. Like you don't really want to leave your biggest meal. You might be someone that, like me actually, I love a good dinner. Yeah. So like I will probably save a few more calories for dinner. But I also don't want to be having like a thousand calories for dinner. It's be- too much. Yeah,
0: of course. And like people who skip breakfast, like you're quite bad for it sometimes you won't eat till later but
1: I don't skip breakfast I just just
0: have it later yeah but like people who skip breakfast and they're like yeah but I'm just not hungry I'm like it doesn't matter you've just not eaten for however long you've been asleep Mm. and then you're telling me that you're not going to eat until one o'clock or in the afternoon at some point maybe have a late morning snack or something but You've gone, to, you had dinner at six or seven o'clock in the evening the night before, and you're not going to eat again until 11, 12 o'clock mm. the next day. Like, what the
1: fuck are
0: you doing?
1: Well, yeah. Just,
0: just like, get the food in.
1: Yeah, but for, it, well, it depends what your goals are. Like, fuel for some your body. people, some people love intermittent fasting. Yeah, of course. And it works wonders for them. And that is great if that works for Absolutely, you. Like, we're but not. to fuel your body. Yeah, 100%. But then also, you have to bear in mind that your body has just. when people say i'm not a breakfast person or i don't really get hungry until two o'clock that is probably just because your body's got so used to you doing that
0: start eating breakfast then tell me when you start getting hungry your
1: body will start to be like oh this is when i normally have a meal oh i don't normally have a meal at this time of day so i'm not hungry so of course you're you're gonna gonna have have so much
0: more energy earlier in the day as well yeah and then actually you're probably gonna it's like people who end up um they're like oh like i'm a night person i can't fall asleep till later when did you have your dinner how long how late in the day have you been eating and drinking Mm. stuff like that so you know if you've pushed all your meals into the second half of the day so from 12 o'clock onwards of course you're not going to be tired by 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night and if you've got to get up the next morning Mm. you're going to feel like crap because you you're just not used to your body's not used to it and you're not used to regulating your energy intake Mm. calorie intake so keep to a routine
1: yeah and if you you know obviously depending on what your goal is whether it is bulking or cutting or maintaining like you should really have a bit of a routine with your meals, so you know roughly how much you need to be eating throughout the day sometimes when people are in quite a big calorie deficit for whatever reason you do need to push the first meal back a little bit to have yeah as much energy and those yeah, calories yeah, yeah, yeah. at a certain point but it's always good to sort of plan your meals and, it's a
0: case-by-case case scenario yeah for the, exactly for the, for the most for the most part it yeah if you planned your meals and actually had a breakfast lunch dinner snack whatever pre-workout post-workout however you want to have it just spread your calories throughout the day and make
1: sure it works with the targets you're trying to hit yeah um cool hopefully that was helpful yeah myth busting i learned some things we kind of went for a different approach with that i think
0: i think we might i I kind of want to bring this back again next week i quite enjoyed this
1: yeah i quite like that
0: let us know let us know if you you like some myths busted next week yeah maybe we'll do another another three
1: yeah absolutely or send us the myths all the things that you want busting yeah exactly that sounded, um, that
0: sounded wrong, though.
1: yeah so we were going to touch quickly on sort of fad diets as well weren't we because yeah. this, as we said at the beginning this time of year the marketing like oh my gosh is actually really fitting so downstairs just so many leaflets just being thrown through mm-hmm. my letterbox about slimming world weight watchers all these random slim fast like i'm yeah. seeing all these things just being thrown through my letterbox yeah. and no
0: doubt if you if you order anything from a fitness um company whether it's like a a nutrition company or something like that you will be sent leaflets to do with this that and that like you'll um, mm. we'll send them out with everything like they could possibly can do I, I remember i used to get um was it muscle foods? You have a yeah, muscle food. I didn't, but I know. Oh, I used to love that. It was so good, and um, yeah, and then they—I used to get so many like random leaflets like meal, with it. Yeah, and it'll be like, but I was like, I've just received like loads of actual meals. meals. Like, it's a bit contradictory
1: try. to what they're what you've just ordered. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's you know the the marketing, especially at this time of year, is going to be through the roof. like it's on it's on adverts everything you watch is on the adverts it's it's everywhere it's not not like social media
0: it's not like it's it's not all misinformation but there's a lot of misinformation out there and there's a lot of i guess um misunderstanding of what people are actually getting themselves into and in for um have you ever done any fad diets um no i've no i
1: don't think so i don't think i've ever done a a diet the, the, as yeah, in like yeah, yeah. followed along with yeah. something. Um and that I guess we were actually discussing this before we started recording. Like what what is fad? Like we say fad diet so like flippantly sort of thing. Mm. But it's essentially it's something that's what what did we say? Kind of gone crazy on social I media guess, that... Yeah,
0: it's kind of got a bit of a following now. So I guess I guess you could argue that it's in the same it's like a viral diet really would be like a yeah. Gen Z term for it. Um, and we're not term. saying
1: that you know, any of the diets, we won't, we maybe, will avoid maybe mentioning certain diets because I know there will be people out there who some of these diets have really, really worked for them. And if they have, that is fantastic. But I would love to find someone who has been on one of these diets long-term. And Yeah. And been there, of, able course to,
0: there, of course there will be, there will yeah, be cases will be. where people are, I mean, my mum, I remember growing up, my mum used to, hi mum, I know she listens every week. Um, I know she used to do various fad diets mm. um and there were some that she she'd do and she felt like they worked mm. she felt like they worked for her and obviously being being as young as I was I didn't really pay too much attention but it would be interesting to see her perspective on it potentially how that has affected her relationship with dieting mm. um because a lot of them realistically aren't sustainable for the long term. Mm. They're short-term gains for short-term satisfaction.
1: Yeah. They're very restrictive. Very restrictive. That's why you get pretty, normally, pretty quick results. Yeah. Which is great. That's what we all want. We live in a world where we want things quick.
0: You and I both know what what most of that weight coming off is. Yes. If it's a weight loss diet, most of it is going to be...
1: Water. Water. But you've also probably cut something big out of your diet yeah. and you think about what a drastic change it is if suddenly you can't have certain foods or something is very restrictive that you've been having your, a yeah, lot
0: of your body's of gonna of course you're gonna drop weight quickly your body's gonna dump yeah all of that water that's it's retaining in your in your body because of the food you've been having it's just mm. gonna go oh get rid of that so it's not assess, it's not essentially like you're going into a survival mode but you know, if you suddenly cut your diet down like massively or remove something from your diet, it's going to have adverse effects.
1: And if, yeah, if you if you go from, maybe you don't know what you're currently eating, but let's say you're eating 2,000 calories. If you suddenly sign up to one of these diets and they say, right, eat 1,000 calories, of course, in the first week, you're going to drop a lot of weight and you probably will continue to. Fantastic, you've but, dropped some what's weight. What's really
0: but... funny is, no none of them advertise it that way though, do they? What what no. diet do you know that's like, hey it's a it's a calorie deficit diet because that's all they are mm. it's a calorie deficit diet um you're gonna like the 1500 diet this is what we're gonna call it it's gonna be called the 1500 diet you have 1500 calories
1: well that would be all right
0: it'd be fine for you mm. but for me
1: this is the it other wouldn't. thing like it wouldn't yeah. work for me would it they are normally very generalized yeah. and normally just maybe one plan sent out to everyone and everyone's told to eat the same amount that's not going to work like people are different heights different weights different jobs they're on their feet all day or they're sat down all day there's so many things to take into account
0: right at the start i was saying that i've got clients who do better on a high fat diet Mm. and, and clients who do better on a high carb diet if i was to say to some of my clients like you can no longer eat one or the other like it would work for some but it wouldn't work for others
1: yeah and that's why as coaches we get to know our clients and figure out you know if we've tried something for a couple of weeks and it's not working we can change it whereas if you've just been sent a plan and it's not working most of the time there's not someone that you can go to to say this isn't actually working or I'm not feeling too good on this you just have to follow what you've been told to follow and the problem I have with them is that again for the most part you're not really learning how to sustain this long term because they're not sustainable long term hence why most of the clients I work with say to me I've tried every single diet maybe I get a little bit of results but then it doesn't last I always seem to come back to square one again and that's because they're not teaching you anything you're not learning how to do this in a real world scenario where you have real life things going on you're working 12 hours a day you've got kids running around you've got to do the school run you've got to get to the gym it doesn't work with a proper normal lifestyle yeah and, that's... and if it
0: does that'll be a case-by-case scenario and you might know someone who it has worked for and they're like yeah but i lost this much weight and i feel amazing that's that's brilliant it's mm. worked for them but it might not work for you in that same way and i'm neither of us are saying don't try don't try because you if you're trying to better yourself fantastic if that's the only means that you are able to do and that's the only way that you know of being able to lose weight. Fine. But possibly just try and reach out to someone who may know what they're talking about or in could, some could line. Give
1: you something slightly more yeah. personalized yeah, and exactly. a bit more yeah. tailored. Yeah. That's And yeah, Callum's right. That's exactly what we're saying. We are not saying that none of them work and that you should avoid them. We're just saying, do, do your research. Yeah. Maybe just get an idea of what's really involved in it before you just dive in and make sure you think that's going to work for you and you're going to be able to maintain it and sustain it and feel good on it. Because at the end of the day, yes, fat loss is not easy. You're not going to feel amazing all the time, but you shouldn't be really, really miserable, really irritable and angry and, you know, because you can't have the foods that you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just miserable for everyone and that's why you're not, it's, you're not going to want to stick to it.
0: And just because you know your mum's friend's neighbours, sister lost... Mm. five kilograms on this diet um you know that she she was on for x amount of weeks and then she's come you know it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be she put it back on again Yeah, exactly (laughs) most most of the time they will have put it back on afterwards it's it's a rebound weight that's going to happen and if anything it rebounds higher this is what yo-yo dieting is yeah yeah exactly this is where it comes from it's a constant yo-yoing up and down up and down on the scale weight because people do put on more weight than they've lost especially and this is like this is fact this is research shown into this like especially if they cut foods out their diet entirely mm. you are more likely to crave those foods in the long term and then when you are able to have them again go overboard you go overboard yeah so,
1: rather than just having them in moderation in your day to day life, it's a really, really good point. And also, that's where, as you said, the yo yo dieting coming comes in. But also that binge binge restrict cycle and the all or nothing mentality yeah, yeah. we've spoken about. Because if you cut something out of your diet, chances are you're just going to want it more. It's, it's when you know when you're told you can't have something, you just think about it. All the time, and you just start craving it and craving it until maybe the weekend comes around and the opportunity presents itself. And as you say, you go crazy with it, you overindulge, and you think, "Well, this is my only opportunity to have it because come Monday, I can't have it again." So you go overboard with it. Whereas if you'd actually just allowed yourself to have it in moderation, you probably wouldn't have gone overboard. So then the restrict cycle comes back because you feel so guilty about overindulging in it. From Monday, you start restricting again, and then that cycle just repeats and repeats and repeats and. That's what we want to come away from, ideally, is just having something a lot more balanced and, yeah, sustainable, I guess. Yeah.
0: I think that's a really good place to end this episode.
1: Wow, 45 minutes know, already. Like,
0: bam. We've, we've just been on a roll today. Yeah. Um, well, I
1: found that interesting, so I hope some other people did. Yeah. Got I some I think facts?
0: Um, next week, I think we'd quite like to go... Um, we're going to do the opposite. Are we,
1: Please keep, stop hitting your knocking? microphone. All right. No, God, because she's ev- so aggressive. Every time it does that, it goes...
0: No, that's if I flick these. Okay, fine. Which I won't do.
1: Sorry, I'm hungry. I'm hangry.
0: Um, so I think we're going to do essentially the opposite. And we're going to look into cheat meals, reverse dieting and bulking. Oh, are we? So Interesting. like negatives and the side effects and things like that that you might feel. Um, because not everyone is going to be cutting in January. So, those of you who are on a bulk might feel a little bit different, or maybe you're not sure what that might entail down the line when you have to go into it. So, we're going to give a few tips and, tri- tips and few tricks. Tips
1: and you're right. You want to try that again? God, I'm stumbling tips over my words.
0: Tips and tricks. Bit of a tongue twister. On how um, that might feel and, and how we would manage a bulk. Um, or a reverse diet.
1: Yeah, and if you don't even know what that is, tune in and we'll... Um,
0: we'll explain it all. Yeah. Cool.
1: No facts this week?
0: Uh, no, because I kind of went in on the,
1: the yeah, myths. So I guess yeah. they're kind of facts, aren't they? Fair. Okay, well, yeah, I guess that brings this episode to an end. As always, make sure you check us out on YouTube, Spotify. We are now also on Apple on Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts. You can finally, kind of
0: finally listen to us on Apple Podcasts um all the uh, previous episodes are up as well. Um so make sure if you obviously do use Apple Podcasts tune into there. Yep. You can find us you can follow us on Podbeans. Uh we've got a Facebook page, Instagram page, TikTok. TikTok. Um we do post little snippets and stuff, reels and TikTok videos, shorts on YouTube of bits of things. So any love you can send us would be very much appreciated. Yeah,
1: and obviously as always any questions yeah, stories.
0: Please. Stories. I want to hear some stories. Give us some stories.
1: Why has no one got any stories?
0: I know it's January. There's definitely some stories out there.
1: I think we're gonna just have to start telling our own stories at this point.
0: Yeah. I don't really ha- like have any interest in stories. We probably do, but if I can think back, I've probably got to ourselves.
1: Yeah. We'll get there, you know. We're still uh we're still relatively new. But yeah, and if you can recommend us to any of your friends or family, we would love it.
0: Yeah, actually this is one thing I want every single one of you who's got this far in the podcast to send this to one person one friend or family member just send it to and be like hey I think you'd love to listen to this podcast and if they do they do maybe we'll gain an extra follower and you'll gain a a better friend (laughs) accolation
1: on that note I think it's time for us to go and eat some dinner
0: Thank you very much for tuning in to... Thank
1: you, That Gym Couple Podcast.
0: Hosted by Callum and Lucy. Starring Lucy. Cheers. Bye.
1: Bye. I'm so tired.